Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain love in the back of your head for nostalgia. Stuff that was awesome back when you were a kid or when you were younger, and you loved it. But much like today, if you watch the stuff that was really good when you were a kid, and you watch it now, you start to realize that perhaps you had shitty taste as a kid. Perfect example are the Three Stooges. Just the other day, I saw a highlight video of the Three Stooges, and I watched it, and it was five minutes of absolutely stunning physical comedy. I loved it. It was amazing. And then, well, I guess in the back of my head, I was going, oh, it stood the test of time. It really is that good. And then I watched an, a regular episode, and it's like, okay, they took about 100 episodes to get that five minutes because the regular episode I watched, it was almost unwatchable. It was hideous. And there was like maybe a 10-second period that is, oh, Mo hit Curly with the hammer, and Curly accidentally put the blowtorch into, into Larry's ass, and oh, it's just, that was funny, but it's, if you're going to spend a half hour to get 10 seconds, that's like masturbation without an orgasm. It's just, it's a sad thing, don't do it. Don't waste your time. And maybe there's a lot of stuff about our past that's like that. You know, that you loved it then? You don't necessarily love it now, but it holds a place in your heart. The one exception, comic books. I don't know why. As an, a kid, I collected Marvel, some DC, some Dark Horse, you know, a couple of, of odd comic books, and loved them. And then every now and then, eh, I don't collect anymore, but every now and then I would pick up a comic book and leaf through it. And you know what? It was still pretty good stuff. Even the old stuff was good. The new stuff is even better because the new stuff has evolved. You watch an old film like Casablanca, and it's like the original director's cut had five minutes of Humphrey Bogart playing chess with himself, smoking and drinking. And it developed that character. You began to know who Rick was. And then, watch it today, compared to how you like movies today. Watch the movie Avatar by James Cameron, and then watch Casablanca. And it, it remains a really good film, but watch the original director's cut, not the modern cut. Because you're going to see that the modern cut... They've edited scenes, make them faster, make them flow faster. All the stuff that they do in modern films, this older film has been slightly adjusted so that it is much better. But watch the old version, it sucks. Not sucks. I, I, Casablanca remains my top three of greatest films ever. So it's, it's dated is what it is. And that's exactly where a lot of stuff is. With the exception of music, the music you liked when you first got turned on to music, most people in their teens, late teens, mid-teens, early teens, doesn't matter. That band is always going to be awesome. I mean, I happen to like old school punk. You listen to old school Black Flag, and unless you grew up on it, it's grainy, crappy garage band shit. But if you grew up with it, it's awesome. And that's, a lot of music is that way. I don't know about the kids who grew up in the disco era 
is that really music that you hang on to forever? I, disco sucked it, back when it sucks now. It sucks forever. And yet there are some people, they love disco, but it's no longer their life. I mean, you look at an old school, like a, a classic rock. The chicks still look awesome. They've got, you know, the long hair. It's feathery. They like to wear the skimpy outfits. It still works. You know, the guys, they've got long hair. they got ponytails. They still tend to be, you know, trying to wear those little skinny jeans. Uh, they are still who they were. But you look at disco, it's like, who's rolling with platform shoes on now? Who's... Other than teenage girls or girls in their early 20s, who's rolling with bell-bottoms? Nobody, really. Now, the big... Among the black community, the big blowout Angela Davis afro in certain areas is making a comeback. And it's got a good look. I mean, who was the kung fu fighter in Enter the Dragon who... uh, Williams. Can't remember... uh, Mr. Williams... I can't remember his actual name, but he was a badass with a small afro. And it's like, God forbid anybody tell him it's not, it, you know, it's no longer in style or that it's, you know, you need to change your hair. Say, I'll beat the shit out of you. The guy was amazing. But it's taking that view of your childhood, your teens, your 20s, all of it back then, compare it to now is where we arrive at today's episode. It sucked then, it sucks now. On today's Caffeinated Humor. Adam West was and is a creepy dude. I mean, there was never more a compelling reason to accuse Batman of being gay than Adam West. I mean, the whole premise is a little suspect from the start. You have a rich millionaire, he's a bachelor, lives alone, has a young man living with him, not a relative, and there's no real explanation of why he's with him, and they run around in tights, dealing with all sorts of, air quotes here, capers. There used to be a digital short on Saturday Night Live called The Ambiguously Gay Heroes, and it was based on that entire premise. It was funny as hell, and more than a touch creepy. But the Batman show in the 60s was what was known as campy and tongue-in-cheek. And then you add Adam West and tongue-in-cheek becomes a whole lot nastier. Now, if you were to ever watch a serious kitty porn film and you think about that in the back of your head, Adam's voice, Adam West's voice is the announcer for that film. And that includes the creepy way you feel listening to him when, you, uh, when he speaks. Now, all of this came about because of this TV channel I found that just plays nonstop old shows. And that's awesome, as long as it's your favorite shows. There's an old show called MASH. I could watch that forever. Andy Griffith? Eh, done deal. Dick Van Dyke? You had me at hello. Batman? Uh, really? It's a type of show that defies any sort of logic or common sense, and Burt Ward didn't help. He played Robin in the old series. He was so peppy and exuberant and just plain old dumb as a stick, you almost felt sorry for him. But only to a point. His character, you couldn't help but feel that he knew intimately what chloroform smelled like. You got the feeling that he could have shown up at the rehearsal for that week's show and found out that Batman was going to strip Robin naked, tie him up with duct tape, and then torture him with a cattle prod for better part of an hour in the ass. 
and he would have been just okey-dokey fine with it. Now, okay, things went a little creepy in that last uh, little bit, but I have a point to today's podcast, so let's get to it. The Batman show got hideous ratings for its entire run in the 60s. Not even one good year. So why show it now? MASH, on the other hand, in addition to being my favorite show of all time, was number one in its time slot for almost all of its run. Now that is what we call TV gold. So why is Batman on more often than MASH? Like anything that makes no sense, I assume there's some sort of conspiracy going on. I got a theory. Adam West has naked photos of the program scheduler for cable TV. That's really the only explanation that I can think of. Although Burgess Meredith as the Penguin was a stunning casting move. One of the only bits I liked from my uh, failed stand-up career was the imitation of the Penguin working at a gay phone sex line. Which also explains a lot of why I don't do gay uh, stand-up comedy anymore. I almost said gay porn. No, that's why I don't do stand-up anymore. Hope you liked today's episode. I know I did. Do me a favor. If you liked it, even if you didn't, listen to more episodes. Put it on the background. Let it play like white noise. Just something to help you sleep at night. Anything. I need you to listen. Share it if you can. Support it if you can. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you.